Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. And uh, thank you guys so much for watching this on YouTube. Remember, you can also get this on you know, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Do consider following me on every social media platform, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, and without further ado, I want to introduce my guest. I'm really excited. Uh, Bethany Bartholomew. That's Did I get it right? Yes. Yes. All right. Cool. All right. Awesome. Bethany, how are you? Good. How are you doing, DJ? I am excited now that you're here and I'm going to get to why. Uh, but uh, so real quick, I invited you here. Uh, we're going to talk about. Oh, wait. Well, first off, I know it's not Mother's Day, but happy Mother's Day because I'm not going to see you on Mother's Day. So <laughs> yeah. happy Mother's Day. It's almost there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, absolutely. Um. So I had this great idea where I wanted to invite several moms. I wanted to invite a first-time mom, a mom with several kids, and a grandma to the show. You are a mom of multiple kids. Is that correct? That's true. How many kids? I got three kids at home. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And so, yeah, let's get to it. Uh, I've known you. We haven't seen each other for like 10 years, something like that, right? a while, yeah. We went to high school together. I've known you when you weren't a mom. Now you are a mom. So, Bethany, my first question is, what's it like being a mother? It is. I know it's like a cliche thing, yeah. but what's it like being a mother? <laughs> There's so much to it, too. It's Being a mother is like the most soul-stretching thing. Is like it? You hear about how hard it is because it really just tests you in every way. But then there are the rewards. And I, there are the days where you're like, oh, like, I know it's supposed to be worth it, but today it just doesn't feel <laughs> like I'm getting to that moment. And then you get to the end of the day and you see your kids all tucked in bed. You're like, oh. Okay, there it is. Yeah. It was worth it. And then there's the really good days when your kid like asks a cool question. You're like, well, I've never wondered why the sun makes it hot. And does that mean the moon makes it cold? No, but, you know, yeah. it's so fun to watch their little minds at work. Yeah. I think that's the most rewarding part. And it kind of it reminds me of, even though I don't have kids, it reminds me of like uh, that old show, The Kids Say the Darnest Things. Yeah. So is that true? They do. They do. They do. And they're so frank about everything. They just yeah. call you out on stuff. What, what's, uh, give an example, what's something that your kids might have said that you're like, wow, I never thought about oh that. Oh, my goodness. But they say, well, they call me out on if I've got my phone out. Like, <laughs> okay, I know, but like Mimi is texting me right now. <laughs> or it's like, I'm trying to do this or that or the other. They're always asking me about like, mom, you know, like, were you going potty? I'm like, yeah, okay, thanks, dude. Like, it's none of your business. <laughs> They just ask about everything. Yeah. Like, okay, did you have your green beans? I'm like, yes, I did. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's my plate. Where's yours? Uh, right. It's <laughs> everything. And they're just soaking it up. The little sponges. They just ask about everything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> All man. the time. So uh, how old's your oldest? He's four. So he's, almost he's four in and a half. So yeah, he's definitely in that talking yes. stage. <laughs> when I was uh, five years old, I, uh, my parents and a bunch of family members were telling me that man like you would not shut up like you just talked forever <laughs> we were like shut up and then like obviously i calmed down a bit but then i started talking more and then i started the podcast so and <laughs> it, now you it, talk it for a you know like always <laughs> yeah but like uh so your four-year-old uh like how son or daughter a son yeah son mm -hmm. oh so a bundle of energy oh yes <laughs> So much energy. <laughs> yeah, I've got two boys and then a girl. Okay. And so my two boys are just absolutely off the walls. Are they, they twins? No, they're two years apart almost. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So, but people ask that because they're close enough in age. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Like, I remember when hearing some people say like, oh, look at that six-year-old. That's not a six-year-old. That's a four-year-old. I'm like, how can you even tell? Once they're young, they're young. I I don't know. It's true. And it's hard to tell. Like, you know, my kids are short because I'm short. And then there's (laughs) kids that are his same age that are like way taller than him. So I can't even tell half the time. It's fine. Watch him get like an ultimate growth spurt and become a basketball player. See, that would be amazing. <laughs> I think he would love that, honestly. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, your four-year-old son already with a bunch of energy. Are you guys trying to get him into sports? Yes. Yeah, we put him in like a sports class and a tumbling class recently. Oh, nice. It helps a lot. We talk about getting your energy out in good ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> uh, me was through like, I mean. I didn't, I played baseball till I was, when I was, I only played baseball once. My brother, he played baseball way more, but I played baseball once when I was like in the fourth grade. So I was like nine years old. And then I did martial arts later on and got my energy out that way. And no, yeah, if, if you have a son, you definitely, I hear that all the time. So I'm like, if I have kids in the future and if I have a son, it's like, okay, Got to get him into sport, yeah. something to get like release to this something. energy, like good, yeah. you know, like you said, good way. So that's awesome. Um, so you have three kids. Uh, are you cool with saying their names or no? Yeah, yeah. So they're Quinn, Cade, and Chloe, which we thought was clever until now. We're like, well, if we have more, we got to keep it up, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't planned. So, like, like we just really liked those name, names. <laughs> like you wanted to keep it short. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So with a last name like Bartholomew, I don't want them to have to write out like 50 letters in kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, short first name, especially with some people we know, like people uh, you how often have you seen a guy actually goes by the name Matthew? So like Matt. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you named your kids something long, they're just going to be like, here's the shorter version of that. (laughs) Here's my initials. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But, uh, uh. So how'd you come up with naming your kids that? Like what, like, all right, Quinn, for example, like what famous person, all the, what, what Google search engine right. kind of thing, <laughs> Dart, what, what, how'd you come up with it? With Quinn, honestly, we just both had heard it and we loved it. Okay. So that one was fast. Nice. And then with Cade, we had a whole list that I'd Googled. <laughs> exactly. You know, like popular boy names that start with K or C or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. We wanted it to be unique enough. I want a teacher to be able to read it the first time, you know, <laughs> and not mispronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, of course, had to be short because of our last name. So <laughs> that was really how it narrowed Did you guys down. have a, like a, a letter count? Like, okay, it can't be more than six letters. <laughs> no, more than five. Or, no. Right. no. That would be hilarious. That it's would like, be all funny. right, you, you're trying to think of a name. It's like, all right, it can't be more than like six letters. And then you're just sitting there going, like, what if it's five? No, no. <laughs> Or what if it's seven? Right. No. Yeah, absolutely out. Nope. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay, uh, uh, kind of with that, do you know how you were named? That's a good question, honestly. I was a Benjamin until I was born. No. And then they were like, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so your parents didn't know they didn't find they out the sex of the baby They thought I was until... a boy because they had tried to find out and I wouldn't be still. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, ultrasound didn't work. They were like, well, you know, some... I'm stuck with this Ben part of exactly. the name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They said, like, some kids, the boys will have a slower heartbeat than girls. Mm-hmm. So we think it's a boy. So they were like, Benjamin, for sure. It's Benjamin. We love that name. We've always loved it. And then they had a backup, but 
it was definitely a bit of a surprise. Like, oh, it's it's uh, it's a Bethany. <laughs> so. Here, move the mic closer. Oh yeah, a sorry. Bit to you. No, you're good. You're good. Mm-hmm. Like closer to your mouth. Yeah. No, it's picking you up. Okay. Fine. Just could be a little loud. No, you're fine. Um. Uh, do you know my real name? I don't actually know. I've always just called you DJ. No, yeah. Like, I'd rather the world call me DJ. Yeah. Uh, so, my real name is Dominic. Mm-hmm. Don't ever call me Dominic and we'll be the okay. bestest friends. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the way I was named, oh, God, I, like, I love, hate this story. <laughs> but um, my mom's going to watch this. Like, she's, like, my, my biggest fan. And she's going to be like, oh, my oh. God, why'd you tell this story? <laughs> so, uh, when my mom was pregnant with me and knew it was a boy and everything mm-hmm. like still didn't have a name and then one day i think they were in new york uh, i mean i was born in new york i i can't remember anyways all i remember is so them and the family they were walking through the graveyard and they saw the name dominic on a tombstone but this dominic had the letter k at the end because usually when you see dominic it ends with a c mm-hmm. or a q u e and then she saw dominic with a k at the end and she was like oh i've never seen it with a k dominic name my son that that's a nice name and then the family around was like yeah yeah that's a nice name so she was like dominic the way i discovered this though i was in we were all in florida just visiting a family friend i'm hanging out with all the other young kids the parents are all doing their thing you know mm-hmm. i hear this story in the other room and i just come running in going like what the h are you serious and she was like what's wrong and i was like you named me after a dead guy and then she was like plenty of people named people after dead people i'm like yeah like celebrities or famous people like you, do you know this guy and she was like no i just thought the name dominic was cool and i'm like this dude could have been evil you don't know anything about him he could have been a, a terrorist he could have been a criminal or worse he could have been a vegan oh my god mom you named me after a vegan potential person and so, so shout funny. out to all my vegan haters. I'm just kidding. But yeah, so it's, that's how I was named. And what was funny is the way I got the name DJ, I remember this uh, in the sixth grade. Uh, I sat next to a kid, a new kid, and he uh, calls everybody by their initials. Mm-hmm. So he sat next to me in class and he was like, hey, what's your name? I was like, Dominic. He was like, what's your last name? Uh, Jimenez. So with a J or an H? J weird kid he was like so dj i was like what he was like your initials are dj and i was like yeah he was like that's what i'm gonna call you and i was like all right dude you're gonna be the only one and uh i'm not gonna reply but then he was a cool kid and uh like eventually kind of stuck and then the seventh grade you know when like first day of school and teachers go like oh if you want to be called something different let me know i don't know i like dj it kind of stuck so i was like yeah you know what call me dj and then the rest is history there you go that's yeah. fabulous yeah <laughs> not some tombstone no no no, no not not anymore now <laughs> like <laughs> and i remember like kind of joking with my mom like oh if i die i'm just gonna put dj and she was like but i like the name dominic i was like well i don't but of course i'm gonna put the name dominic i just and then quotation mark dj there you go my fans are gonna look at it and be like who the heck is dominic <laughs> if i have any fans <laughs> um I saw people, I, I like this. I saw it on uh, Facebook videos years ago, how uh, they'll put, before they know the sex of the baby, they'll put like 
blue strips for boys, green, uh, pink strips for girls on a dartboard, and then they'll just play dart. Whatever it lands, that's what they're gonna name their kid. And I, I was like, <laughs> I like that. I'll probably do that in that's the future. Funny. Just, just joke around. Like, what's what? What could be the name? Yeah. But I, I thought that was a really fun thing. That's so funny. Um, what is something shown now that you're a mother? What is something that's shown in Hollywood? that is real or fake that you're about motherhood he's like ah that's not real or oh man i know exactly how that feels yeah that's funny i feel like there's a lot of like glimpses of motherhood in hollywood you know Mm -hmm. all over but i feel like the the fake side of it would be that you just can't encompass motherhood like there's so much that happens Mm -hmm. in a mom's brain you know yeah there's like like every time i go to the pediatrician i have to know how much they're eating, how many poopy and what diapers they have and like what kinds of things they're eating and like, okay, was it like a normal birth or were there any complications? And this is that the other, their whole medical history. Mm-hmm. And when I'm signing them up for school, I have to know their insurance information and this and that. Just so much mm-hmm. stuff that you're keeping in your head. Yeah. So moms have like this store of information. And then on top of that, you're like always taking temperature of the room. You're always really? like, okay, who's doing okay? Who's not doing okay? Who's having a rough day? Okay. Why are they having a rough day? Do they need a little extra love? Are they bored? Do they need some food? You know, what's going on? And so mother has just this constant movement of information, input, output, input, output, trying to keep track of the kids. Yeah. And there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that Hollywood, there's no way to catch that. But it just really is like you put your entire soul into these kids. Yeah. Just all the time. It's everything all the time. I never heard that. Like, that's actually... A really cool thing, uh, uh, a constant flow of information. I, no one has ever put it that way. That's, that's awesome. Yes, and that's actually true. Like, uh, I grew up with a brother, and it was just me and him with my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I've never bothered to ask my mom, like, hey, what's it like being a mom? But <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's actually now that I'm thinking about that. Yeah, there'll be days where my mom would pay more attention to me or more attention to my brother. Huh. It's all making sense yeah. now. <laughs> I'm about to like call my mom and be like, I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I mean, I always do, but yeah. Yeah. I definitely um, get my mom more now that I've been a mom. I'm like, wow, mom, like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for doing that. <laughs> oh, man. I bet. I bet. <laughs> like, uh, but with, is there any movies or any, or any like mom figure that you're just like, okay, all of them don't come close but you come kind of the closest oh that's a really good question i don't know i feel like a lot of the ones that i watched were from the perspective of like the kids like the teenagers Mm. and stuff like that and so mom's usually just the one putting down her foot like the authoritarian or she's just the one like taking you to soccer practice or she's just the one like the shoulder to cry on and stuff Mm -hmm. i loved full house as a kid Full House. i thought that was was great you know (laughs) and it was mostly the men but besides uh uh was it Jess? Not Jesse. Uh, Jesse's wife. wife I yeah. forget her name. What is her name? I, uh, I, I'm <laughs> I picturing her face, but mm-hmm. then later in the show, I know they have a kid. Right. But yeah, the whole point of the show was like, oh, that they didn't have a mom, but you needed like three guys to mm-hmm. compensate for one mom, which <laughs> exactly. I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And he's nodding his head. Yeah. Good, so <laughs> exactly. yeah, your husband's here. Yeah. Uh, so is there any days where like... uh. So let me get your perspective real quick. So like, say you're not at the house uh, and you're in charge of the kids. Are you messaging her going like, what do I do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like all the time. I, I don't want to be the one to take them to the doctors or anything. Because yeah. you just have to know so much off the top of your head. 
and also just trying to balance all three of them. I mean, three very young kids, right? Mm -hmm. It's extremely hard to manage. So I, I always joke that I have the easy job. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just go sit at a desk for you know, 40 hours a week or more sometimes, but I have the easy job. Yeah. <laughs> The best. I mean, yeah. like, it, it, there are gonna be people who are gonna be like, "Oh, let's break the stereotype." I mean, like, it's it, it can't be broken. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> dang. The best part is the teamwork aspect, though. Like, of course, it really is nice when he can take over, and because I think that's the thing that Hollywood I could definitely point out is like they make dads kind of look foolish a mm -hmm. lot of the time, and it's like honestly, like, dads rock. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. So yeah. Awesome. No, next when they can month. get in there and just know and just do and make the kids laugh and nice. feel like he's really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get jealous? Like, oh, you got the easy job. Oh, there were there are days. <laughs> but then there are days where I'm like, oh, but like I'd be missing out on so much. Like yeah. it's nice to know, like, oh yeah, so and so got their tooth today and like so and so did this and so and so did oh, that. Oh yeah, speaking of tooth, have you guys done the whole tooth fairy kind of thing? Oh, not yet. Not yet. But I'm well, like, what, how what are we gonna sneak in there? I feel like it'll be a couple more years. I feel like maybe okay. seven years old or something. So, so ignorant. I, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> so I but I need to know. I'm like writing these things down. So I'm like, I'll reference back to this video. Be like, all right, at what age again? Oh, I'm probably wrong. So it's all good. <laughs> I mean, it's a learning experience. Uh, did, did your parents ever do the tooth fairy to you? Definitely. We had like a pillowcase that had a pocket on it. Oh, really? And that Because my mom was like... Why would you try to sneak under somebody's pillow? Try to be like crafty about it <laughs> because it's so hard to reach under somebody's pillow while they're sleeping. No. I was like, that's genius. That That is. Uh, do you remember what age you were when you found out that the tooth fairy wasn't real? Oh, I waited because I was like wondering about Santa Claus. Yeah. And I waited. <laughs> that, was waited. Gonna, that was going to come up. <laughs> so I finally was like, okay, mom, is the tooth fairy real? And she's like, no. And I was not really heartbroken, but I started crying anyway. And she's like, what's wrong? I was like, that means that Santa's not real. No, no, no. Santa's real. The tooth fairy isn't. Don't get it twisted. It was a rough day, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't get sad when I found out the tooth fairy wasn't real. But I remember this day. Uh, I was just happy that like my plan worked. Uh, so I, I remember saying to my mom, I'm like, I, I was about to lose a tooth. And then she was like. Yeah, put it on the pillow and the tooth fairy will come give you like a dollar or something. And I said to my mom, I don't think the tooth fairy is real. I said this at a young age. I was like, I don't think the tooth fairy is real. And she was like, yes, the tooth fairy is real. Watch. When you lose that tooth, put it on your pillow. And I was like, no, like, I don't think she's real. And then I went to sleep and I'm usually a heavy sleeper. Like today I'm a heavy sleeper. But I went to sleep and uh, like I, I, try, I, I was waking up every hour every 30 minutes like i was i was determined to find out that the tooth fairy wasn't real and then i got lucky my mom came in caught her in the act and then i was like aha i knew it and i was just more excited that i was right right i was too busy gloating about that to realize like oh wait that means santa's probably not real but yeah Bummer. so i just remember being so excited <laughs> i remember going to school and telling kids like yeah i found out the tooth fairy isn't real my mom would caught her in the act she put a you know dollar under my pillow or something like that and I probably ruined some kids' like fantasy too. Like now that I think about it, I'm a jerk. Yeah. Everybody does it at that age. <laughs> oh man! So kind of the obvious thing, and you already touched 
on it. Uh, so what's it like having multiple kids? Does it get easier? Does it get harder? I imagine, obviously, like, oh, if there's more of it, it gets harder. Right. So, I mean, but, you know, you got a great husband, so it's a team thing. Thank so. goodness for that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, kudos to any single moms out there. Just superheroes. Yeah. Absolute superheroes. Yeah, Even no, if they feel like they're doing it wrong, they're a superhero <laughs> <laughs> just for doing it. That's incredible. So, yeah, we when we went from one to two, that was really hard. Mm-hmm. There was this whole transition of like, oh, my goodness, now i got to wrap my hand, head around like multiple kids. Mm-hmm. And then two to three was a lot easier. Really? Because I'd already had two, there you know? You <laughs> so I knew more of what to expect and like I knew more of what was okay and what was like, oh no, like that's actually probably bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So that was good. It's still crazy. It's like my my husband laughs that it's going from like man to man to zone defense. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, all right, all right. Now we're outnumbered. <laughs> but it's still good. Like it's fun, even though it's a juggle all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But I mean, your youngest one so far, she's not walking yet. Right? She's close. She's but close. yeah, she's not quite walking. What? what like, I got a niece right now. She's, uh, I think, I think she's, wait, I can actually do this. Okay. We're in May. She was born in July. So 10 months, 11 months. Yeah. 10 months. Yeah. So uh, at what age, what month do they start kind of like? crawling yeah yeah so for her she's actually trying to tackle things faster than her brothers did really (laughs) yes so she and my oldest are very similar just very they want to go they want to move they want to do stuff (laughs) (laughs) and so they yeah she started crawling at about six months oh wow yeah and like hands and knees crawl because they do like a little belly scoot (laughs) for a while yeah, like my uh, my, my uh, brother would send me videos of my niece and stuff, uh, but so far she's just really chill. I got to babysit her one time when she was like six months, seven months. And I mean, you know, she's just chilling in her little mobile and just, just yeah, like laying on her back and all that. Uh, and then I remember asking him, but he didn't give me an answer. I was like, what time do they start to crawl or like attempting to walk? Right. Yeah, because... I mean, I don't, I'm not even going to try to attempt to remember for me, but, or ask my mom, I was like, hey, how old was I? But yeah, I mean, I mean, because I, I imagine everybody's different, obviously, mm-hmm. but I would think that, oh, if you have a baby that's, you know, kind of already developing that chill personality, they'll probably not attempt it for a while. But if you have somebody who's a go-getter, never yep, mind. Yeah, they're go-getters. And honestly, like my second, he probably would have been out there just running as fast as he could we found out he needed glasses oh so he was just really uncertain about the world because he couldn't see it very well yeah we're like oh that makes more sense for that young (laughs) yeah they found out at his like one year pediatrician appointment they did a quick eye check and they were like you should go see an optometrist we're like (laughs) what (laughs) okay (laughs) so yeah he's got glasses and he's adorable (laughs) I, (laughs) i gotta see the pictures because i I probably would have laughed if somebody showed me like their baby with glasses. Like, oh, that's hilarious! Like, no, he really needs to wear glasses. Nah, it's like I know. no, no, yeah, for real. It's like, oh, I'm sorry for being insensitive. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, he like he got them at 15 months, and it was like totally life changing. He suddenly was like running around and like tackling his older brother, and just had this huge confidence boost. Yeah, I was like, oh, I felt so bad that it took us that long. I mean, 15 months is not that long. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> was he, like, bumping into walls and then yeah, you're like, right. he actually Oh, really? Did. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
good guy. I'm just trying to be a jerk. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was funny. <laughs> He's like bumping into a wall, and then I just imagine it like you're just saying to Brett, like, oh, look at that. Haha. We should probably get him checked. <laughs> yeah, he'd oh, just man. be trying to catch up to his brother and just sidelined. I felt so bad. Oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, oh, man. But. See, this is good. I'm I'm learning something. I did not know they made glasses that young. They do. And they're like practically indestructible. What? Thank goodness. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, they need to be. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're what? like a special flexible plasticky something. And of course, the doctor was like, yeah, you could run this over with the car. I'm like, I don't ever want to try yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not going but... <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Come on to the parking lot. I exactly. want to test this out real quick. No, it, it looks like you don't believe me. Hold on. Let's yeah. see this. I'm like, okay, on, on your money. Yeah, it, it, go right? for it. But... <laughs> Can I get a second pair just in case? <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, man. That's 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 hilarious. Uh, so uh, you got your husband here. You guys are a great team. Uh, before you guys had kids, like... Did you guys go over a game plan like, all right, like, I'm going to do this. You're going to do this. Or and if this happens, you're taking over. If this happens, I'm <laughs> taking over. Did you guys have it like set down like a football game plan kind of thing? Well, it was funny to talk about what we were going to do as parents and like and kind of have that plan. Like we were going to be really good about like vegetables and like really soft with them and gentle all the time, like all these different things. And then finally, like. After you've got three, you're just like, oh, they're eating stuff off the floor, like whatever, you know. <laughs> it's <lot> survival. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that kind of went out the window once we had kids. We we're like, okay. oh, it's so different. But I, it was I good bet. to start, like at least have an idea. Yeah. Because so. uh, uh, I, I was talking to my cousin about this years ago. Uh, uh, we were talking about kids, and like I like what he said because it made me think about this, and I was just like, oh, that. That is true, I guess. But I wanted to get other people's opinion, like parenting books. Like, mm. how do you feel about them? Because he, in his words, he was like, there's no such thing as really a parenting book. There's some stuff about like, obviously, like, oh, if your kid has a fever, take him to the doctor. Right. Your kids this, do this. But as far as like parenting, no, there's no book on that. So how do you feel about that? I've got a stack. <laughs> I do. But it's because they're all so different. And so mm -hmm. I want to like have a whole bunch of opinions and then take the best of all those mm -hmm. and try to, you know, like make your own version of what's best based on what your kids are like. Mm -hmm. Because every child is so different. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, and that's what he was kind of going by was mm -hmm. that every kid said you you just like you just have to, you know, feel out the situation and I liked what he said, and I can I can see that. But at the same time, yeah, I can see myself that you know if I ever get to that stage with uh, somebody that no, I kind of want to read a parenting yeah. book just to <laughs> see. Like I'm I'm like doubting myself a little bit. Um, but like, uh, are your parents involved? Is your parents involved? Yeah, we've been really like really blessed with our parents. My mom actually lives like ten minutes from us. Okay, cool. And so we have Mimi Day like once a week. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. It's just nice to go go somewhere and like talk to somebody that has an has adult vocabulary. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, I hear that like, you know, when you're about to be a parent, it's good to try to have like your parents or your parents mm -hmm. around. Like it, it helps. Uh uh my brother, uh his I mean, they live right now in Roswell in Alpharetta and their parents live in Ackworth. So every now and then they'll drive and drop off their kids and stuff and but yeah, no, I, I see I definitely see the importance of having like parents right there near but like kind of going back with the 
oh, excuse me, uh, the parenting books, you know, uh, uh, do you not just like kind of listen to your mom or dad and be like, no, 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 listen, you don't need parenting books. I'm the parenting book. I got this. You need to do this. Or where you're like, eh, I trust you, but hold on. I want to get another opinion. It's interesting. Like everybody has a parenting style. Mm-hmm. And so we basically have talked about like, we'll take your family culture, like what you grew up doing. And we'll take mine and we'll take the best of both worlds and try mm-hmm. to make our own. So it's actually really nice to be around my mother-in-law mm-hmm. and watch her be a grandma to my kids. Because I get ideas from her all the time. I'm like, oh, go. that's really genius, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's good to be around my mom and watch her and like see her be a grandma to my kids. And I'm like, oh, that was really genius, you know? <laughs> so I'm taking notes all the time. But yeah, yeah really, ultimately, it's up to you as the parent because mm-hmm. you know your kids better than anybody. Yeah. And so there are some things that I'm like, oh... I think I'll do that differently. And then there are some things that I'm like, oh, I love that idea. And I'm totally going to do that. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're the one benefiting. It, so, yeah. It's that's, true. That's awesome. <laughs> do you ever, like, tease your mom be like, oh, that was great. My mother-in-law does it better. No. Like, what? No. I, I'm the best one. What are you talking about? I would feel so bad doing that to her. <laughs> you, should tease, you should be like, oh, I got the idea from a, an idiot podcast. Like, let me, let me, let me tempt this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just, like, poke the bear a little bit. But, uh. No, yeah. Uh, so, I, I I like how you said, like you know, with his culture and your culture, uh, uh, bringing the uh, they're just gonna have the best of both worlds. So, is there some things like in a funny way where, uh, how your parents raised you, where you're like, all right, that was great and all, but I'm not gonna do that, <laughs> and like, okay, I'm gonna do that. I like that. So, what are some like specifics? Well, I think the biggest thing is that his family is really active. They do sports all the time. Nice. I have horrible hand-eye coordination. I mean, it's so, I would get hit in the face with a volleyball. No. And I'm not lying to you. Like, that would happen. What about Batman? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I just am so bad. Like, I could – I danced for years. You know, I did dance and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I did soccer and things. I mean – Nobody wants to do soccer. I'm like, come on, guys, please. <laughs> but they're just so good. They're so athletic and very active, and they love traveling. So that's mm-hmm. that's his family. And then my family is very much we bond over like movies and like that's board games stuff, yeah. and music. I, mean, I, I yeah. like I like both, but that that was definitely exactly my thing. Yeah. So it's fun to like take both because it's like, well, actually, if we just did movies and games and stuff, <clears throat> we would be a little bit bored, you know, mm-hmm. just based on our personalities. Yeah. But if we did the travel and the games and like running around all day long all the time, we get a little bit exhausted. So we got to take the best of both and make no, our I own like version that. that blends it and stuff like that. So it's been fun to figure out the amount of each. <laughs> no, that's good. That's the, uh, like, I like that. Best of both worlds. Um, uh, since you're the sports guy, is there um, like a sport that you like, all right, I'm going to love my kid no matter what, obviously, but I kind of want them to be this <laughs> athlete. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, Bethany already kind of mentioned this, but our our curse is that we're both so short. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I love basketball, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to have my own little basketball team. Okay. You know, little, ba- little, little kids <laughs> on basketball team. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll love them whatever they choose. But that would be really fun to, you know, doing that and pretty much anything. Like she said, we're pretty active on my side of the family so i think yeah i think he wants somebody to go golfing with him too oh god i think that would be cool like (laughs) uh it would be what putt putt first right right yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh how i mean 
how tall do you have to be like just to start you know I mean I guess they could start basketball now but high school like to make the high school team you probably got to be like six oh, foot you know well, yeah I mean uh I I know my brother he's a jock he, and I remember hearing like there's a uh, there was a basketball player my height. I'm five nine. I was like, oh, in the NBA. So he was like, oh, it's definitely possible. It's, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's possible. And then I was like, so you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> so yeah, okay. So basketball, golf. Okay, those are those are good ones. I've, I mean, all of them are good, honestly. But yeah. Um, all right. So uh, we're coming close to the end here. Um, so. Like kind of last thing, uh, what advice would you give? I mean, cliche as as it is. Uh, what advice would you give for both men and women, first time parents? You can chime in to, uh, like, you know, all right, me and my wife or or husband were thinking about it. Like, what should I know? What's what's something specific that's like doesn't get talked about, maybe in parenting books or gets overlooked? I would say the only constant is change. Which, I mean, as cliche as that sounds, right? I mean, it, you can't escape it. <laughs> it's true. But honestly, like, there are such hard weeks sometimes. And you're just like, but don't worry. Like, it changes. Everything's a phase. Like, they're going through a hard sleeping phase. Give it a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. You're going through a hard eating phase. They'll be less picky in a few months. You know, like, everything changes all the time. So if you're going through a hard moment, like, just know it'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> but that also means that the good things change, too. So it's like if you're so caught up in what was frustrating about the day, you're going to miss the joy of the good things that are happening too. So like try to take that moment if you can mm -hmm. and like enjoy it yeah. because this, this too shall pass, you know? Like what about the sleep cycle? Uh, you hear that all the time. It's like, oh, I want you to have a goodbye to your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> but like uh, uh, my brother and his wife, uh, first time parents right now, uh, he was telling me, he's like, no, we're actually getting some good sleep. I mean, I'm going to have her on the show after you. Uh, and and she'll probably be like, never mind. I was freaking wrong. Like, <laughs> I'm losing sleep now. Uh, but um, but so far, as I've known now, they're like, I, I mean, it's, everybody's different. But so far, our sleep has been fine. So what about you guys? We've been really lucky with our kids. I mean, we've always done the like run the vacuum while they're napping and like just get them used to loud sounds oh really and that helps a lot my first actually was a NICU baby so he was he was there in the hospital for like a whole week and a half before we brought him home mm -hmm. but that actually got him used to a bunch of noise okay so he slept hard <laughs> <laughs> when he slept he was out and then the same thing with the other kids like they're used to having an older sibling being loud in the house mm -hmm. so they sleep hard <laughs> when they're ready to sleep they're like please just put me in the bed <laughs> you know but everything comes and goes like when they're getting teeth oh the sleep schedule is just so messed up oh, or like they get a the head cold one. they won't sleep as well like yeah. all these things will mess with it all the time <laughs> yeah how has uh with COVID? How has it affected your guys? Like going out, Everything. lifestyle. How how is that? <laughs> it definitely affects your schedule. I, kids thrive on structure. Mm -hmm. They love when they know what's going on because there's so much that they can't control because mm -hmm. they're just not big enough to do it themselves. So they love structure, and that just went out the window because mm -hmm. we weren't going to story time at the library, and we weren't going to visit. I mean, at the beginning, we weren't even visiting Mimi. You know. Yeah. We didn't see my sister and her kids. We didn't see Mimi and Papa and like all this stuff. And so it just threw them for a loop. It was so hard on them to oh, not man. have that that routine that they were so used to. Yeah. And so then you kind of get into a new normal. Mm -hmm. And then the new normal changes with, you know, the ease of restrictions and stuff like that. 
And then the new normal changes again and all this stuff. And my oldest gets it. He's like, oh, yeah, we can do that when people are not sick anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, once people That's are not sick anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cute guy. Like, I feel so bad. <laughs> and we've tried to explain, like, yeah, like, when they have medicine for it to help people. Or, like, we tried to possibly, like, hint at what vaccine means and mm -hmm. stuff like that to try to explain. And, and it was just, it was a real experience of trying to figure out how do we keep our how do we keep our kids going so that it's not just completely interrupting everything for them yeah and help them shift to a new normal without scaring them and then explaining little bits and pieces like yeah there's just people who are sick a lot and so we're staying home so that we don't get sick and we wash our hands every time we come back home because we don't want to get sick or like yeah and we don't want to go over there because we have sniffles we don't want to share you know yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have to get creative kind of thing? Like, do you guys have a backyard? It's like, hey, we can't go to the park, yeah. but hey, we'll, we'll still play. Yeah, thank goodness for a backyard. Yeah, like, right? Seriously. <laughs> thank goodness. We did a lot of walks around the neighborhood, and we did a lot of backyard. And we have some parks close to us that are, like, walking trails, mm -hmm. so you don't have to be super close to everybody there and, like, go. touching the playground That's and stuff. Awesome. So thankfully, we're back to, like, being at the playground. My kids love swings. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thankfully, that's oh, back. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, like I, I, I had several people, uh, like just keeping up with people on Facebook, just to, talking about like, oh, having to get creative. Like, uh, some of my friends, they'll build like their own little amusement park inside the house. <laughs> they'll do whatever or something in the backyard. Like somebody rented a bounce house. I was like, eh, you got to do what you got to do. I love that. And so I was like, all right, more power to you. That's I like that. I like when. Sometimes I like restrictions because, uh, it, like, kind of like the uh, Spider-Man saying where, like, oh, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. There's a version of that in, like, the creative world. It's like the greater the restriction, the greater the creativity. Like, I think somebody said, if I handed you a red crayon and told you to draw the ocean, what would you do? It was, like, something like that. That's interesting. And, yeah. And it was, like... So I kind of like that mindset where, you know, you're trying to, you restrict it and you're like, okay, what can I do with this? Um, no, so uh, I know I'm not going to try to keep you here too long. So we are just about an hour, but real quick, uh, before you go, I, I do want to say, I want to say a couple of things. Um, one, just because it's funny. How weird did you think it was that I hit you up out of nowhere? Like, man, I haven't talked to this guy in like 10 years. Like, why is he messaging me? That was funny. Yeah, honestly, like I was like, DJ, like, wow, I haven't talked to you since like we were in the high school plays, you know, yeah, <laughs> like right. doing theater. No, see, th that's the thing. Uh, uh, so one thing I'm like happy about the podcast and it's a nice excuse. Uh, also, me being an extrovert is that like I want to see people again. I want to talk to them and all that stuff. Uh hear their stories and stuff like that so i i one it's an awesome excuse but yeah <laughs> and i'm a reacher i already accepted that in my life like i'm gonna be the one to reach out to people i don't care if we haven't talked in years like i'm gonna hit you up and but some of my coworkers and friends were saying like what if somebody finds a weird and they just ghost you and i'm like it's a shot you're gonna have to take let's see go. and but i i mean i knew you were a nice person and stuff so i was like uh, let's just see what uh what she thinks of this um so, Bethany, thank you so much for being on the show. But, again, still, before you go, uh, I actually got you a little something. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, nice. It's not much. It's a, little, a mom mug. Do you want me to read mug. it? 
I mean, you can. No matter how hard life gets, at least you don't have ugly children. <laughs> it's like, there, you get a coffee mug with my sense of humor, because that's something I would say. <laughs> and I get bubble wraps. I don't know about you. Do you guys love bubble wraps? This guy especially loves bubble wrap. I probably shouldn't do this on the way. Oh, my God. Like, I, I want to now. But, oh, God, I love bubble wraps. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Now that I'm an adult, like, I don't. This is the. I have to be responsible. This is how I know I'm a responsible adult is I have the money to go on Amazon right now and buy like a bunch of bubble wraps, but I don't. <laughs> I'm disciplined. It, take, it takes hard work not to. <sighs> I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm tempted, but <laughs> discipline. But um, also, uh, so real, real final thing. I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about this before you go. So uh, you don't remember Neil, do you? Uh, he was this Asian kid. I'm... Was he tall, like super tall? No. Okay, then no. Like my height. Oh, okay. Like a little shorter than me. Um, d- doesn't matter. He, he he helped us in place. He was in drama a little bit. Anyways, uh, so he's one of my best friends. And I just wanted to say, like, Bethany, uh, so, yeah, I've known you since high school. But I wanted to say this. You are one of the toughest chicks I've ever met. Like, let me just put that out there. Thank you. you. Are. Let me, let, and, and I'm not lying uh, like I'm going to explain myself. Give me mm-hmm. one sec. So I said to Neil, we were, t- I didn't want kids for the longest time. I was just like, no, not just cause, uh, I heard this thing years ago where they were saying like, Oh, you're a parent, you know, 24 seven, there's no days off. And also parents are the ultimate teachers. Like whether you like it or not, your kid is going to see life the like, the way you present it. And a part of that like kind of scared me. And I, I thought like, oh man, when I hear people wanting kids, I think they're just thinking about like the good stuff. But it's like, what about the bad stuff? What if they like, I was just thinking about the worst case scenario, which I, I don't doubt that you guys probably think of stuff because you are trying real to avoid it. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, but me not being a parent scared me. And I was just like, man, am I even capable of that? So I don't know. I, I I didn't want kids for the longest time, but now I changed my mind. And I'm like, no, I, I think I, uh, cause uh, <laughs> being a guy, like I care about being tough. And I was like, somebody explained it to me saying, no, 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 you can be tough. You can do all these things as a guy, but until you're a dad, you'll never be that level of toughness. Uh, that is the ultimate protector. Same as a mom. They're the ultimate guardians. They're the ultimate protectors. And until you're willing to accept that, be know that you can be tough but you'll never be as tough as a dad and a part of me was like i I saw that as a challenge i was like you know what i still have something to grow i like i didn't wake up one day and i was like all right i want to be a dad now no i was like okay it it does come with responsibility but long thing to get to where i want to say bethany you are tough you're one of the toughest chicks i've ever met here's why because even before you were a mom uh, you're a woman of faith and you have this positive attitude. And I've said, and this is why I brought up Neil. Cause I said, if I would not have a kid, if especially like a daughter, daughter would scare me. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't know what to do <laughs> with a boy. I feel like, Oh, I could do something. And I said, uh, I hope you don't find this weird. I said, if I knew that my daughter would turn out to be like Bethany, then I would have a daughter. Like That's honestly, so honestly. And because People have this notion on tough that it's like, oh, it's about muscle. It's about pain. It's about like being rude, having this stone cold look on your face. No, that's not what tough is. Tough is 
the opposite. Tough is being the nicest person. You want to know why? Because there's so many reasons to be mad at the world. There's so many ugly things in the world. There's barely any good in the world. And you know what? I kind of like that because it lets me know what I have to protect. I got to protect the good. And you are that. You were always the smiling person. You were always the happiest person in the room. Uh, funny story. You're going to like this. <laughs> and then you're going to want to kick my butt afterwards. I remember, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember this, but I remember in drama, I came up to you and I was like, Bethany, you're the nicest person ever. And you're like, thank you, DJ. And I was like, yeah. That being said, I want you to get mad at me. I want you to like <laughs> snap at me. I want you to like, I know you don't cuss, but I want you to cuss at me. I just, I, I, I don't know what it is, but I want to make you mad. But here's the, here's the conflict. I don't want to because I know the moment I do, everybody's just going to turn and hate me and get the mob after me. It's like, so like, oh, but you're like the nicest person and, and all that stuff. It's like, oh, and, uh, but no, jokingly, like you're, you're awesome. I, oh, I, I never like, hated that. you or oh, anything, but you're the toughest person because you're a woman of faith. And we all know, in, especially in today's climate, how faith is getting attacked. We saw that with COVID and all that stuff. You're a mom, which is the ultimate toughness, but you're always the nicest person, which again, it's another toughness level. So for somebody who you haven't seen in years, just know, and I mean, your husband reminds you all, every day, you're, you probably have awesome family members, your kids are going to remind you, but you are one of the toughest chicks I've ever met. So if I want people to hear this and to leave, it's knowing that to be tough is being the nicest person. It's, it's, it's protecting the things that's not the most popular thing it's 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 being happy it's putting on a smile knowing not disregarding the crappy things in the world it's it's knowing that but protecting the good that's tough because you got to endure that because i don't doubt i don't have one doubt in my mind that you've had some down days but the difference between a a tough person and a weak person is a tough person goes through a bad day and goes like man this sucks i'm gonna get through this though like I'm in a bad spot, but I'm gonna get through it. I got a good team. I'm gonna get through this. That's that's being tough, and I'm not gonna burden anybody else with like with my struggles, and that's tough. And 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 you're an awesome mom. You got great kids. You got a great husband. You got great family members. So I just wanted to say that in person. You are one tough chick. You are the toughest chick I've ever met, besides my mom. And so yeah, kudos so, to mom. Absolutely, yeah. That's so kind, DJ. That's so so sweet of you. I appreciate no, no, that. Absolutely. No, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Like I know it's weird to you know just hit you up out of the blue and be like, hey, I had this great idea. So it's yeah. okay. I know you're a nice person too. So yeah, I appreciate it. I'm just, I'm sometimes a jerk, but no, I I really appreciate it, Bethany. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, DJ. And yeah, if you ever want to come back on the show, hit me up. And and you too, man. Like uh, glad to have any of you guys on. So. Yeah, if you guys want to say any final words. Just thank you. I appreciate getting to talk about motherhood. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. If you ever <laughs> want to talk about, promote something, be like, hey, I want to talk about this on the show. People need to know. I just discovered this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And that's mm -hmm. it. That's a wrap. Thank right. you. See you guys. <laughs>